traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing on this fantastic weekend? Thank you for joining us. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, if this is your first time listening to The Geek Show, as always, welcome. We always try to introduce the show to new people. This is a show where we take a break from politics, for the most part, and talk about some fun things, video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything, and just have a little fun because we need some fun in the world right now. Uh, so we have a jam-packed show, as always. This is the typical rundown. We'll start with the news of the week. I got some TV shows that are happening that we really have to talk about because it's bizarre. A TV show mixed in with video games. It's not what you're expecting, I promise. Then we're going to talk about some movie news. Then at the bottom of the hour, we'll take a break for news. When we get back, we'll go to Corey's Tech Corner, and then we end the show with the top five list of the week. I got movie trailers. I got a viral video that, in all honesty, is pretty dang funny. Uh, before we get into the show, though, the 1470 WMBD app it is fantastic. Um, it has the Geek Show approval, and I'm not just talking about this app and hyping it up because I work here. I'm saying it because it's actually a good product. And also, if you want to hear previous Geek Show episodes, you can just download the app and then, boom, you click on demand at the bottom right corner. You'll be able to see the Geek Show. You can listen to that. If you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, I don't blame you at all. There is the Greg and Dan Show After Party that I host. I talk with the morning guys, Greg Batten and Dan DiOrio. We just talk about nothing yet everything we have some deep conversations we have some fun conversations and we talk about some fun and crazy stories of our lives so lots of fun check that out and let's get straight into the news this week because okay in all honesty it's kind of a slow week which actually makes me happy because uh, it seems like the past week 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 have been just constantly news 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 every day is changing one day you're happy one day you're sad and it hasn't really slowed down. Well, this is one of those very rare weekends where I can slow down, just enjoy like a nice pizza, watch some movies, and not worry if the world's going to crumble over. But I did find some news for you guys. Uh, this one is Crash Bandicoot, a very, very popular game from the 90s and the 2000s. It went away. Then they released, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, a remake of all of the games. Uh, they announced that they are going to make a new game. For mobile, and it will be uh, created by the people of Candy Crush Saga. So, if you could take away anything from that headline, it is that you will be paying a lot of money to play this game. It will be a free-to-play game. So you might be saying, well, Corey, why are you going to be paying a lot of money if it's a free-to-play game? Well, these games work like this. You start playing the game, you're having fun, you're doing good, and then all of a sudden you hit this wall, and then the game says, oh, hey, click here for this power-up. It'll get you through it. It'll make it a lot easier. You click it, and you keep going through. But then at some point, you're going to hit that wall again, and the game's going to say, well, hey, you can uh, use a power-up, but you're out of them, so you have to pay money to do it. And the specifically the game Candy Crush is significantly great at getting people to spend money. So I think this game's going to be expensive and maybe one we should pass up. But if you are interested, Crash Bandicoot on the run is coming out soon. Players will begin uh, will again be tasked with stopping uh, the recurring series Dr. Neo Cortex. 
and it will be in the same style as Temple Run, which is called a runner game, which is uh, your character is just running forward all the time, and it's up to you to swipe left and swipe right to dodge things and jump over things and whatnot. But yeah, uh, I think that's cool. I think it's leading up to a potential full brand new Crash Bandicoot game, which I know a lot of video gamers, including myself, are very much looking forward to that. Okay, this one is just, these next two are just weird. So the TV world is going to be changing a little bit. We have uh, first, well, I, okay, the TV world on one channel will be changing a little bit. This TV show will be exclusively on an app. But Tetris is getting a daily competitive game show with cash prizes. So, hey, if you are really good at Twitter, or not Twitter, Tetris, Listen up. So the Tetris mobile app is getting a massive reboot, and at the center of it is a new daily competition that turns the classic puzzler into a live game show. It's called Tetris Primetime, and it's essentially a cross between an eSports competition and HQ Trivia-like live experiences. If you remember, HQ Trivia was a huge, huge app that came out, blew up. You play, uh, it's basically like Jeopardy, and people won actual money for it. I played it for a while, then I got bored. And then uh, a lot of people asked, how are you making money? And they never answered. And then the company disappeared. So, you know, obviously running a company in an app without a source of income, probably not a good idea. But Tetris is making a lot of money. And they said that their main goal at the beginning was to make the forever Tetris game. And it will be uh, every night players can play for a chance at winning their share of $5,000 prize pool. Elsewhere, the app is getting uh, new modes, including a battle royale mode. Tetris Primetime will air seven days a week. There will be multiple iterations of it each day at 7.30 p.m. local time based on a handful of cities around the world and with a total of one million earmarked for prizes in the first year. What ties it all together, much like HQ Trivia, is a host that will be uh, the video component of it that turns the game into a televised competition. Uh, yeah, so if you are really good at Tetris, Hey, this might be an opportunity to kick some butt and make some money. So if you're interested, it is the Tetris mobile app. I think they haven't officially updated it yet, but you can download the old version, and when they relaunch their new one, you'll be, it'll automatically update on your uh, phone or iOS device. Okay, this one is really weird to me. And I like weird things, but I don't know how this makes sense. So a new reality show has players competing to tell the best stories in the style of of uh, Top Chef. It is coming to TBS, a reality TV show where people from all over the world compete to show off their creations. So same in the style of like Chopped or uh, Top Chef or like any baking show. You know, you have four competitors. They all get together and they build something. What do you think in the video game world would be a competition about building stuff? No, it's not Minecraft. It is Sims. I am not joking. We are going to have on TBS a Sims 4 reality show. The four-episode series will kick off on July 17th. Episodes will air on TBS Fridays and Saturdays, while an online version will be available to watch on BuzzFeed's multiplayer YouTube channel. I haven't even looked into that. I didn't know BuzzFeed had a multiplayer YouTube channel. Uh, but it will be on there the following Monday. There will be 12 contestants. EA says that they're very uh, familiar online personalities, as well as a panel of celebrity judges. And then, uh, basically, they will design a house in The Sims 4, and they will tell a story with it. I think that is one of the most bizarre things in the world. But you know what? 
if I think we can all collectively agree that 2020 is a weird of uh, is a year of weirdness. And okay, if we're gonna have a Sims 4 reality TV show, why not? You know, why the heck not? Next, we're gonna have a Grand Theft Auto show where somebody's gonna have to go and steal a car and then rob a bank and then run from the police. And if you get away, you uh, you win the money. Uh, really, really weird. Uh, next up, Ninja. Ninja has started streaming on YouTube. So we talked about this last week or the week before. It might have been two weeks ago. But uh, the Mixer streaming service, which was made by uh, Microsoft, closed down. And with that, a lot of streamers that were using that service exclusively because they were paid to were like, uh, where do we go? Ninja is without a doubt probably the number one most recognizable, quote, esports personality in the world. He plays Fortnite all the time, and he has boatloads of fans. And uh, he left Twitch, which was the other big streaming service, to go to Mixer, and he really does not want to go back to Twitch. So people thought, well, he might start his own or he might go somewhere else. But no, instead, he decided to go over to YouTube Gaming, and he streams there live. On their very first night that he was there, he had something like close to 900,000 viewers watching at once, which is just mind-blowingly insane. But uh, yeah, so if you're interested or if your kids are like, ah, where's Ninja at? He's on YouTube gaming channel. Uh, some quick ones, then we'll take a break. Uh, Halo 3 is arriving on PC. You might be saying, well, Corey, why are you talking about a game so old? Well, people have been clamoring for years to get Halo 3 on the computer, and it's finally coming. Uh, Halo 3 will arrive on PCs next week on the 14th, 14th as part of the Master Chief Collection. Uh, in sad news, Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is ending after its part four of its season. Uh, new photos have been released, but they are canceling that. And then these last two ones are just <sighs> part of the, the world that we're in with geeks and the problem that is geek community is uh, toxicity. Uh, the CW has cast... Uh, Javika Leslie, I believe that is how you pronounce her name. I apologize if it's not. As the new Batwoman, Ruby Rose was originally playing Batwoman in the TV series, but after she suffered an on-set uh, injury, she was like, ah, I'm done. That spooked me too much. I'm not going to do this role anymore. So she was going to leave the show. Uh, but Javika is a black woman. And because of that, people are now coming out of the woodworks because that's what the geek community does. And attacking her, saying, oh, you, we can't have a black woman be Batgirl? Come on, that's crazy. And it's just piling on and on. And it just it's weird because it feels like in this in the year 2020, the negative voices are getting the bigger microphones and are becoming more uh, prevalent in uh, in views than the good stuff. If you want to see the worst of the geek community, Go read some of the Twitter comments online. It is just disgusting. People are like, oh, she could never be Batman. It's like, you haven't seen her as Batman. You haven't seen her act before. You can't judge a person just based on their looks. It, oh, it just really, really annoys me. And then the other one in the geek community is the very fantastic game. That, uh, uh, half of it's fantastic. The other half is I'm, uh, I'm still mixed on it. I, I want to replay it before I have any final judgments on it. But The Last of Us 2 is one of the most hyped games of the year. And uh, there is a character in it, uh, I believe her name's Abby, where she, the character itself is a very muscular woman, big muscular woman, because she's lifting, she's carrying guns, she's running around. I mean, it makes sense. And people have been attacking her character, 
not for anything she does, but for her looks. They're calling her uh, transgender. They are uh, calling out the actor of the the person and saying, oh, that's not how women look. Uh, She's ugly. And it's just it's just this toxic nature that I wish would leave the gaming and geek community because it's just pointless. Do not attack people for doing their jobs. It's one of the most stupid things in the world. And if you don't like a story, it's okay. Just move on. You don't have to go and threaten the people who make it, uh, post the addresses of people who make it, or call them up and do just terrible, terrible things, say to them, uh, on the phone. And that's been happening. And it's just, uh So if you want to see the worst, if you're curious, if you want to see the worst of the geek community look up on twitter either the new batwoman story or the last of us part two because it's just it's gross we all have great opinions but you have to remember these people these directors they aren't making a movie or a video game for you they're doing it for them and telling a story it's it's okay if you don't like a movie not everything or game not everything has to be 100 percent great if they made games and movies exactly how you wanted, then it's just not fun. There's no mystery to it. So with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over some movie news of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's talk about some fun things like movies. This is a segment where we talk about movie news. And normally, we would talk about the new movies coming out this week. But obviously, with nationally, theaters aren't fully open yet. And because of that, in fact, this weekend was going to be the big release of the movie Tenet. But because of the increasing cases of COVID around the country, they have pulled back on that. And we're going to have to wait till the end of July, maybe August, to get back into theaters and really kind of push back and probably release a lot of stuff. We have a lot of movies that were planned to come out this year and are just kind of sitting there waiting until things open up. And I'm a little worried because AMC Theaters, which is the biggest movie theater chain in the country, uh, just a month ago said, hey, if we don't open up soon, we're going to have to file for bankruptcy and close down shop because we're not making money. So hopefully they'll do it because I I don't, as much as I don't like movie theaters in general, uh, I think that movie theaters are something everybody should have access to, especially kids. Uh, without a doubt, it was movie theaters that got me into movies, and it's an experience in itself. So I, I think it should open up, but for now, we're going to be sticking with streaming and TV for a while. Uh, in the world of TV, the one that everybody's talking about is Warrior Nun. I haven't seen it. I heard it's a it's basically like a religious version of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not that it's a religious show, but it's that uh, instead of killing zombies and uh, vampires, it's more like demonic type things. Uh, the one I've been watching like stupidly amounts is the uh, the new Unsolved Mysteries series on Netflix. It is really stinking good. It is a reboot. I guess it's a reboot of the original Unsolved Mysteries that aired a long time ago, and it is really good. And if you're curious, I highly recommend if you want to start on the best episode, start on episode two because the ending is holy moly creepy. Just oh, it still haunts me. Uh, but in the world of streaming, there was one without a doubt winner of Fourth of July weekend in regards to numbers, in regards to streaming, in regards to what everybody was talking about. Alexander Hamilton. My name 
Prince Alexander Hamilton There's a million things I haven't done But just you wait, just you Yes, Alexander Hamilton is the clear winner of the week, and I'm betting big, big bucks that will be uh, the big winner for the rest of this month. Uh, I watched it three times now. I'm not joking. I really love musicals, but just uh, I saw Hamilton in Chicago, and it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in theaters, probably the best uh, experience for live theater. And what was really cool about this, first you get the original cast, which is absolutely awesome, but also you gain an appreciation for the stage. Because when you're sitting out in the theaters, you can't fully see their faces. You hear their their emotion and their voices and how they speak and sing. But this one, it's cut like a movie where it's cut uh, up close shots and it tracks with the camera. And you really see the intricate little details. And every time you watch, you're focusing on something new. It's a really cool experience, so I highly recommend it. I think you can get a one-week subscription for free of Disney+. Plus. So I would highly recommend, if you're curious to see what all the hype is, just sign up for the free subscription and then uh, make sure you cancel it after a week. Otherwise, it will charge your card. But if you cancel it before the week's out, then you'll be fine and you won't be charged. And it's a great way to see Hamilton. And I hope they keep doing this to other Broadway musicals because I think it's a fantastic way to get the entire country to experience a Broadway show at home because it's stupidly expensive to see this stuff. So super, super cool with that. Uh, let's stay in the audio for a second. We had a teaser trailer, and this one's interesting. Take a listen to this. It's a sequel to a movie that came out two years ago. Yeah, so that was the teaser trailer for the next Halloween movie, Halloween Kills. Uh, spoiler alert, the the last movie, the reboot of the series, when it came out, uh, they, I thought they killed uh, Mike Myers and they uh, burned the house that he was staying in. But uh, it looks like the police are going to rescue him and then he's going to be let out somehow again and terrorize this poor lady. Poor Jamie Lee Curtis. She just cannot get away from him. Uh, so, yeah, but the weird part is that's coming out October 2021. So why the heck are you releasing it? And on top of that, and I'm not joking, this is kind of how movies work sometimes because of the COVID world we're in. The movie, according to the director, will be finished, 100% finished by the end of this month. And then it's just going to sit on a shelf until October 2021, which is kind of insane. Uh, let's hit some quick news, then we will take a break. We got Candyman. Uh, the Candyman remake is now being scheduled for October 16th, 2020, and it's pushing the next installment of the Purge series to next year. Uh, Disney Plus is looking into making a Percy Jackson, the series, uh, Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief. Uh, they want to take all of the books and make it into a series. Uh, the Host, a Zoom-themed horror film shot entirely in quarantine, will premiere on Shudder on July 30th. I love how creativity can spark in weird times like this. And with that, you guys, I'm sorry. I had a couple more. I'll, I'll bring it back on the next after the news, but we're out of time. When we get back, we'll talk about some technology news. and I'll Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment, well, typically it would be the start of Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world. And we're going to get to that. But first, I got to finish what I didn't finish the last half hour, which I got a couple more movie news that we got to talk about because it's some very interesting stuff. Uh, 
Black Widow. Black Widow is a movie that was going to come out back in March. And then uh, because of COVID, it didn't. And we still don't have a release date yet. I'm going to place money that it's going to come out on Disney Plus based on that we keep pushing movie theater release stuff. Uh, but the director, according to the director, Black Widow will be a hand the baton moment to a new actress in the movie so that we will have a Black Widow-esque character in the future of the Marvel series. Um, that's cool, but then it, it really asks the question, why wasn't this person involved in any of the Avenger movies? Because this movie takes place way before the Avengers Endgame and all of that. So I don't know. We'll have to wait on that one. Now, this superhero character, in all honesty, I'm not the biggest DC Comics hero, so I don't know a lot of the heroes. I know of Batman, who's my favorite hero of all time, but I'm more of a Marvel guy. And there is a new movie that is going to be made. According to Warner Brothers, it's now developing a live-action Zatanna movie. Uh, it will be different than what uh, Bad Robot is doing. Bad Robot is a company owned by J.J. Abrams, and they announced they're making a series of movies and TV shows based off of Justice League Dark. But, uh, yeah, that's a very interesting news uh, because DC Comics has been doing kind of bad in the world of movies. They had Batman versus uh, Superman, and then the Justice League movies, which were terrible. Then you had Suicide Squad movie, which had its moments, but for the most part was a bad movie. And then you had the Harley Quinn movie, which I appreciated and liked some of the characters and some of it. But for the most part, I thought it was way too cheesy, and the main villain was just really weird. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, maybe they'll be doing another revamp of the series yet again to figure out what they can do with those superhero movies, because they are not beating Disney anytime soon. Uh, this one makes me excited. I am a huge animated fam fan, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 is going to be using some new groundbreaking art techniques, according to the director. He said the first film will seem quaint in comparison, and that makes me super excited because, like I said, I love animation, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 1 was without a doubt one of my favorite top, maybe top 10 uh, animated movies of all time just because it looks so stupidly gorgeous and something new and different than what we've had before in regards to movies. Uh, finally, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is a Marvel movie, is going to resume filming, so we'll see more on that soon. Groundhog's Day is being made into a TV show. There are uh, reports that Jason Momoma will be lending his voice to be playing the uh, character Frosty the Snowman in a live-action remake of the Frosty the Snowman series. And finally, uh, Deadline reports that New Line is likely to push The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, to uh, out of its September 11th, 2020 release date to another one in 2021. Not a big surprise because of COVID and movies, everything's changing. So let's go over some tech news in Corey's Tech Corner before we take a break for the top five list of the week. Uh, Samsung is reportedly not going to include chargers with some phones starting next year. There were also rumors that Apple will be doing the same thing. And I'll be very curious to see how this works in the long run because I know people who... Uh, get these chargers and get their new phones and they just kind of throw away their chargers because they already have one. And now phone companies are like, well, everybody kind of has one and uses the same thing. So why should we include it in there? But at the same time, when you buy a product, you kind of expect it to work out of the box, right? So I don't know. I think it's a trend that's going to be happening uh, next year. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, also in Samsung, they announced a event in August, I believe, to announce all their new phones which is super awesome. Uh, next up is Japan. Japan has a very interesting app using AI in a fascinating way. I'm not joking when I say this. A Japanese app called 
tuna scope uses AI to grade the quality of fish. So if you haven't seen any of the documentaries, or I think there are even clips on YouTube, uh, Jap- Japan is a huge place for fish, obviously. But their fish market is insane. Like, the amount of people that are there, the amount of talking back and forth, and the amount of money you can make depending on the fish is insane. It, it, seriously, look it up if you get the chance, because it... It's just like you're paying that much for a fish. Well, if it's that good of quality, then yes. And it'll be very interesting to see if this app that uses AI will be able to track actually better versions of fish that they want. And then that leads to the question for me, because we're learning a lot about AI in ways that I didn't expect. If we use AI to find the best quality fish all the time, are we going to cut out the best quality fish in the wild and then we'll only have bad quality fish that will be creating bad quality fish babies i don't know something to think about um facebook facebook's always having issues we talked about it last week with their problem with advertisers and uh they started talking they actually sat down with a lot of these advertisers to talk it out and according to the advertisers including coke uh Apple, uh, Ben and Jerry's, they said that was one of the worst and most pointless meetings of all time. So Facebook's kind of sticking their guns here. Uh, But during this week, Facebook announced and Instagram both announced that they have removed accounts belonging to Roger Stone, which is a friend and confidant of President Trump, after having linked them to fake accounts and pages that were active throughout the 2016 election. So they took down a guy for putting fake stuff out there. Cool, but why aren't you doing that for everybody else that's doing that? That's kind of what advertisers are like. They're like, it's great that you're fighting back on fake information and misinformation, but when are you going to actually put down the hammer and make sure that people are following the rules here? I don't know. Uh, Next up, QB. This one is hilarious because I fall into the same market. QB, we talked about this app before. I thought it was going to be the biggest app of the year. And then COVID happened. And for some reason, this company decided, okay, we're going to still release this app during COVID. So QB is an app on your phone that you can stream uh, like five to ten minute videos and movies. And the whole thought process behind it was, well, people are on the go if they're on their train or on the bus and they want something just to, you know, spend time with for a couple minutes, they can pop this up, open it, watch it, cool, and then they'll be on their way. And they bought a ton of celebrities to shoot things for it, for endorsing it, and then COVID happened, and people weren't going on the bus or on the train anymore, and they're like, oh, shoot, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to release the app and just hope people use it. And when they released it, they included a three-month free trial, so you could have it for three months. But after the trial expired, you'd have to pay for it. Well, according to a report, this isn't 100% for sure yet, but we're slowly learning more. QB reportedly lost 90% of its users after the free trial expired. Ouch! They already had a very low number in regards to people signing up for the app. But to lose 90% of your audience, I think this is the death of QB. And I think we can legitimately say that the COVID virus killed a company because that's a really, really big drop in users. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's talk about some fun things, the top five list of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. All right, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, 
and electronics. You can visit them at Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And I'm sorry to say it's the last part of the show. I know, I know, no cried. This is where we do one of the best segments of the show, the top five list of the week. I got the five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware about this week in the world of geekdom. And I have, let's see, one, two, three, three, tra no, four trailers. I forgot because there was a surprise one this week. So I got four trailers for you. And then, of course, we'll end with a viral video that is just hilarious to me. And I hope you guys enjoy it. it involves football and Mario. Think about that for a little bit. But for now, where do we start? Number five. Number five goes to a very interesting trailer, courtesy of our friends at Netflix. And if you are a fan of Transformers, obviously you're going to love this. But I think also if you are a fan of uh, art and animation, you're also going to love this. I'm going to play a little bit of it. This is Transformers, The War for Cybertron, the trilogy. I have done what I have to do to end this war. Honor will not win this war. This is the final day of the Autobot Resistance. Yeah, so that's all I can really play because it is about a three-minute trailer, but it's really good. The animation looks so stupidly gorgeous. It's like a, a mix between hand-drawn and 3D. It just looks really, really good, but it's the uh, the War of Cybertron. Uh, I personally, I followed some of the Transformers movies, then I got over them. This is all animated, but it takes place in the world of Transformers, and I've always wondered, you know, the big fight for Cybertron and what... what what happens if you read the comic books, if you follow the old cartoon show, you had some answers, but I'm excited to see this. Netflix is doing a fantastic job with their animations, and I, I think this is just going to be another hit for them. It comes out, the first one comes out on July 30th, and then they'll slowly release the other ones throughout the year. That is Transformers, The War of Cybertron. Number four. Number four. Okay, this one's very interesting, and in a good way. Uh, this is a trailer for an American pickle, and I would just play the audio, but you got to have some kind of context for it uh, it stars seth rogan and it's about a uh, struggling laborer who immigrates to america in 1920 with dreams of building up his life and having a huge family and whatnot well one day while he's working his factory job he falls into a vat of pickles and is brined for a hundred years i'm not joking it preserves him perfectly and when he emerges in present-day brooklyn he finds that he hasn't aged a day and then he goes to seek his family and uh, Seth Rogen, the pickle man, meets a younger version of, well, not really a younger version, I guess technically an older version, but uh, meets the latest addition in his family 100 years later, and it's another younger Seth Rogen. That was a terrible explanation, but it's really hard to explain a movie called An American Pickle. We are the Greenbounds, and we have American dreams. I find good job in Pickle Factory. Sarah, I make this vow. 100 years, our family will prosper. And then one day, everything changed. It's been 100 years. The pickle brine preserved him perfectly. It's too old to do that. The world has changed. 
Everyone I know is gone. You were able to track down a great grandson. Bingo! Dream <laughs> This is nuts. Yeah, and in all honesty, that part of the trailer and the first half of the trailer, I was like, oh, gosh, it's just going to be another one of those movies. The old guy comes back and they're making fun of him because he's from the 1920s and it's 2020. Oh, look, a cell phone. But as the trailer continues on, it looks really heartwarming. It, it, Seth Rogen, the present-day Seth Rogen's character, is kind of a loner, and it just looks like that his relative is going to push him out. So it looks surprisingly good. A little behind the scenes, this movie was originally going to be released in theaters this year, but because of COVID, uh, a lot of movies have been doing this lately, have uh, decided to skip theaters and then instead sell the movie to streaming services. So this one is coming to HBO Max, and it is coming on... Oh, there's no release date yet, but I would say before the end of the year. Yeah, it says coming soon later this year. So look forward to that. That is an American pickle. I, I have a good feeling about this one. Number three. Number three. Okay, number three makes me so excited just because I love pieces about this. I love politics. I love how people interact with politics, and I love just people studies in general. So Apple TV and... Props to Apple. This might be the first time ever on The Geek Show that we've had an Apple TV trailer that actually makes me excited. Uh, Apple TV is releasing a movie. It's coming out on uh, August 14th, but it will be available in select theaters on July 31st. And it is called Boys State. And the, basically, the best way to describe it is that every year in Texas, there is a uh, event that goes on where 1,100 teenage boys head to Austin, Texas, and they all work together and work against each other to become governor not obviously not actual governor but it's a big contest and they all work together you got to make shady deals and whatnot and from what i've heard this movie blew up in sundance which is an independent film festival and everyone is saying you need to watch this movie it is a great documentary that kind of shows where we are in the world of politics i love this i love everything about this i cannot wait for it to come out this is boys state I will skip the part where I brag for three minutes about how great and cool I am. Seeing as we are all qualified young men of skill and character. People like that stuff. Good, yeah. People like that stuff a lot. Some people say they're a sports junkie. I say I'm a politics junkie. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. I'm playing this like a game. I would like very much to win. I love it, boys. I love it. Where are you from? I come from a very modest family. I'm on the course to be the first one to graduate from high school. I'm a progressive person, and I'm in a room full of mostly conservative people. Our masculinity shall not be infringed. I've never seen so many white people ever. I feel like everybody has a secret underlying need for bipartisanship. Yeah, so it looks really, really good. And an interesting take on how kids are viewing politics in general and kind of seeing where the world we are now in politics and how it's reflecting on our kids looks really really good once again that is boys state and it is coming out to apple tv in august but it'll be released in select theaters and video on demand on july 31st number two number two okay number two makes me so excited because this trailer kind of came out of nowhere and it's coming out on july 31st on netflix so i was like oh, i'm really surprised they're not going to release a trailer but they did they surprised me with it this is one of if not the favorite netflix show of mine it is called the umbrella academy I just finished rewatching season one, so I'm super pumped for season two. And the best, it's really, it's impossible to describe what this show is. Think of it as superheroes meets monsters meets uh, 
like The Breakfast Club. It is a show about family who have superpowers and they're trying to work together to save the world. But there's a lot more to it. There's a man who is part monkey. There's a talking monkey. There's just so much bizarreness to it. But it's so stinking good. This is the trailer for The Umbrella Academy Season 2. All right, first off, I want to say we brought the end of the world back here with us. Oh, my God, again? My cult is going to be so pissed. I told him we had until 2019. We have until Monday. Everything in our new life is connected from the plot to assassinate the president. That can't be a coincidence. None of us are supposed to be here, right? We know something changes the timeline. We have to make it right again. Before everyone and everything we know is dead. Here's number one. Number one goes to a viral video that I just thought was hilarious. John Madden, I know, not personally, but I know that name. Pat Summerfall, I don't know, or Summerall. But uh, there's a comedian out there named Frank Caliendo, and he mimics their voice. And he decided to do that over somebody playing a video game. Take a listen to this. Super Mario Brothers, World 1-1. And that's Mario right there. He's just a, a little Italian plumber, and boom, he just absorbed the super mushroom. He's two times bigger than he was a couple seconds ago. And that's a good thing? Yeah, because little Mario could just bounce off the bricks, but bigger Mario, boom, he breaks through the bricks. Now he's absorbed the fire flower. And this is a big deal, Pat, because now he can do more than just jump. He can, he can shoot fireballs. How is he doing it? You know, I don't really know. I mean, he just seems to conjure him from his belly. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's the Mushroom Kingdom, Pat. <laughs> Almost nothing makes sense. I mean, there's a giant green pipe and floating bricks and another pipe and... Mario, to the flagpole. End of the level. I'm still thinking about those floating bricks, Pat. Bricks don't float in water. How are they going to float in air? Yeah, I really love that video. Seriously, it makes me laugh every time when I watch it just because it's it's so perfect. Why are the bricks floating? But with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And once again, I always try because of this COVID age that we're in to end on a positive note. So once again, as I said just two seconds ago, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Don't ever feel like... Uh, things are, are too much. Uh, we talk about mental health on the show all the time, and I, I can be totally honest with you. Uh, I think it was started back in May. I just got burned out hard of the world, of politics, of people, of social media. And just last week, I took, what, five days off. And during that five days of vacation, I did no work, no social media, no news, no anything. I cut myself off from the world. It was fantastic. So if you're feeling burned out, just take a break, take a breather, hang out with other geeks, other friends, or make some new ones. I'm always here for you, Corey Wara at, oh no, Corey.Wara at MWCRadio.com, or I think it's Corey.Wara at 1470WMBD.com also. Reach out if you ever need to chat or you're feeling lonely or anything. Remember, we're all in this together. Never feel small in this world that wants to make you feel small. We're all in this. We're all geeks. We're all nerds. And we should watch each other's back. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3.